0: The Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation is proud to present Philanthropy & Friends, the podcast that explores the positive impact of philanthropy and nonprofits in our communities. With your host, Jane Powell.
1: Hi, my name is Jane Powell. Welcome to Community Connections, brought to you by the Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation. This is a show showcasing community involvement, and today we have a guest that I think you're going to enjoy hearing from, Emily Chitten laird Emily, we're so happy you're here. Emily, you are the Chief Operating Officer of the 84 Agency. That's right, I am. So I want to hear about 84 Agency, and then you and I are going to talk a little bit about storytelling. Cool. So um, first, tell me about 84.
0: Okay, so 84 Agency is a small communications firm um, here in Charleston, West Virginia. Mm -hmm. Um, We're a full-service communication firm, so we do everything from graphic design to video work, to um, campaigns, public relations. Um, so, you know, in any given week, we can find ourselves on location somewhere and then in a sort of branding discovery process with a client. So, we do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think our niche is actually with um, nonprofits, uh, social enterprises, and other change making. Uh, businesses and entities in the world. So um, the 84 was established about six years ago Mm -hmm. by Jen Sussman and Carling McManus and um, they met in art school so there's a real uh, art forward approach to what we do and um, a lot of creativity brought to the table to bring the mission and values of the clients that we work with to life.
1: Mm-hmm. You talked about values with your agency. We'll talk about those a little bit later in storytelling because mm-hmm. I think that's a really a key word. Yeah. But um, I thought it would be a, a nice conversation for us to have and to share with others how to tell a story and in the, in the importance of good storytelling. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I guess maybe that's where we start. Your thoughts about the importance of a good story
0: well Jane a good story (laughs) is everything yes it is and that's why we're doing what we do Um, I think that um, you know we live in this age where we are just inundated by the amount of information that is available to us Um, you know it's uh, social media it's on the news it's on the radio Mm -hmm. and if you think about that overwhelming amount of information and what catches your attention Mm -hmm. I guarantee you it's probably a good story. and so um, it's not just any story it's a, like I said it's a good story. And so if we think about the things that make good stories, it's really that um, it's we all have these individual experiences in our lives and we understand our own perspective and we understand our own lived experience, but um, to really understand an issue, Oftentimes what it takes is a point of connection, not just a set of talking points, not a bunch of statistics, but a way to really get in it in a way that helps us connect with a point of vulnerability in another human being. Mm -hmm. And so that point of vulnerability can really be anything, right? It can be um, struggling to get the bills paid, you know, that week. It can be um, really worrying about your kid's safety. I mean, there are a thousand points of vulnerable connection. And I think that any good story creates a thread for a person who's experiencing that story to encounter an issue in a different way because they feel connected to the person who's telling the story.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think um, when we talk about being connected, it um, yes, Um, struggles and sadness always make us feel empathy and Mm -hmm. and pull us into the story but I know um, some of my favorite videos um, or stories that I hear are maybe about the dad learning to braid his daughter's hair
0: so he can get her to school Mm -hmm. and and so they make me feel good Mm -hmm. and so I love that type of story. Absolutely, I think it's so important um, that the person who encounters a story feels empowered and mm-hmm. hopeful, mm-hmm. and so um, you know the point of connection can be uh, a point of h- humanity. You know, it's, right. and it can be a range of complex things, right? But really, if 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 you watch a story and you just feel hopeless or sad, you're not compelled to action. So a good story really brings you into a space where you can experience. Hope in the um, watching and in participation in the story. Yep, totally agree with that. I totally agree
1: with that. And I know um, in your previous life, before you joined 84 Agency, you uh, ran a nonprofit mm-hmm. and you did that for quite a while. So storytelling was an important aspect of your job in, in communicating with staff and with clients mm-hmm. and donors. I'm sure you used lots of different points through that work.
0: Yeah, it was challenging, so the work that I did um, was with the West Virginia Child Advocacy Network. I was there for over a decade, Mm -hmm. and the work that we really focused on was providing hope and healing whenever a child made a disclosure of abuse. Mm -hmm. That's a tough thing to talk about, and it's something that people um, frequently, when they hear it, they just sort of shut down. So um, what we had to learn over time is the thing that you and I were just talking about that we couldn't leave people in a place where they felt just sad they had to feel inspired and they had to feel hopeful and the great thing about the work that we were doing there is that kids are so resilient and they do heal and so um, for us it became very important to tell stories um, about healing and about the hope that kids have um, after their experience of abuse and that they're more than just that experience, they're whole people. That's right. And there's so much more to their story. Mm-hmm. Yes, Yes. Yeah, there's always the
1: next chapter isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, so that's one of the big things that you learned through that job that you're applying mm-hmm. now to what you do helping others tell their story. Um, I think one of my early storytelling experiences for me personally was I did impromptu speaking in college Mm -hmm. and you would draw a a topic out of a hat Mm -hmm. and you had to make an opening and three points and a closing like immediately and it it taught me very quickly to think in that outline form when Mm -hmm. I told a story Mm -hmm. Um, so I've tried never to forget that Mm -hmm. they can be brief and it it all happens fast Mm -hmm. but I think it's really important to make those points and to have a little bit of organization to your story. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I I think when we think about storytelling there's really a narrative arc to it Mm -hmm. Um, and people in journalism certainly are familiar with this but I think the general public too knows about a hook. Um, So having a really good hook whenever you lead into the story which is that point of connection that makes you say, you know what, I want to read further than just this first sentence is so important. And then you get into the story and, um, you know, have a, a, a chance to do a little bit of expansive storytelling about a person's lived experience. And then I think at the end of the story, there really has to be a call to action or a call to adventure mm-hmm. um, so that you know what, I- what is the thing that's required of me now that I understand this story framework. That's right, um when y- you talk about the hook, I think sometimes that can be
1: a quote from someone. Mm-hmm. I think it can be a picture, even mm-hmm. because uh, what what's the saying a picture is worth a thousand words, mm-hmm. so I think that can draw you in to a story that you want to you see the photo and you want to learn more about it. Um, so I don't think a story always has to be
0: words, yeah, I think you're right, Jane. I think um we do a lot of work where we are making sure that the way that we're doing storytelling doesn't diminish a person's fullness of their community or their complexity, um, that it really honors them. It doesn't objectify them because I think that we're in um, a, a time where that is a common experience. You, you see a person who's experienced an issue and instead of seeing them as a as a human, you're seeing them as a label. Mm -hmm. Um, So we really, in our approach across the board, and especially with photography, are really sensitive about making sure that this is a full human that's pictured here. And I think that the pictures that we love are those pictures that really capture a person's light and their essence. Oh, absolutely, right. Um, And so I I think when we
1: talk about capturing whole people and, and telling a story, that this is where values come into play Mm -hmm. and we talked about that earlier but this is a really good time to bring that back up and how important that is
0: yeah it's really interesting there's um uh, there's a a a think tank that does a lot of research they're called the Frameworks Institute and they um, have some really interesting studies that they've done about uh, communications coming from people who are trying to make change in the world and um, one of the things that they have found in their research is that the majority of people who do that kind of work are not leading with values they're leading with something else they're leading with a statistic mm-hmm. um, but really whenever we lead with values it's a point of entry because it's something that connects to sort of our souls and our hearts mm-hmm. and so a lot of the work that we do really encourages um, all the communications that we put forward to make sure that they lead with values well and I'm going to tell a better story if I believe in it absolutely
1: and, and, and it is something that that I support and, and promote, then my story is going to be better.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely. And, you know, we espouse specific values at 84 Agency. There are things that you and I have already talked about. Um, one is that we um, really do value complexity and we don't try to diminish that complexity. Um, We have to tell stories that are quick enough but we don't want to minimize a person's experience Um, we don't objectify people. Um, We really try to um, explore what we refer to as open ground and it's not a space of the progressive talking points or the conservative talking points but it's another space, a point where people can connect Um, and not set aside their values, but actually come as full humans and enter into a space where they can encounter an issue in a whole new way. That's right. So you talked about stories
1: can be brief, which makes me think of social media. Sure. Mm -hmm. How does that play into telling stories?
0: Yeah, I mean, social media is where people live now, so uh, we can't ignore it. We can't pretend that, you know, the only stories that are worth telling are, you know, long-form stories because that's not the way that our world is happening. And I think that there's a lot of brilliant, innovative work that gets right to the heart of the matter in very few words. It's it's pretty fun, in my opinion, to play in that space because it's reaching way more people than we used to be able to reach.
1: It's telling a story in a what 140 characters. Well, it's a little few more now, though, isn't it? Right. Yeah. yeah. Sure, yeah. Tell a story in 140 characters. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a challenge. It's a challenge.
0: Really? It's absolutely a challenge, and it's a challenge whenever you really do embrace complexity. But it's it's doable, and I think that there are examples of people doing an amazing job with that. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so in terms of telling stories and helping people telling stories, uh, you do workshops about that. Mm-hmm. And you have one coming up that you're actually doing for the foundation.
0: Yeah, yeah we're so excited. So May 1st and 2nd, um, we're doing a workshop here in Charleston and it's open to nonprofits and folks connected with Greater Kanawha's Network. And um, we're really excited to help nonprofits really look at their internal capacity to do better storytelling.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, I think, that that will be important for all the reasons that we've said that storytelling doesn't have to be hard Mm -hmm. it can be simple and anyone can do it it's just finding kind of your voice to tell the story absolutely so i love that um and i look forward to the classes and i'll be there so i think that that's wonderful um i just wanted to touch again that um, that your agency is available to do those types of workshops mm-hmm. for other businesses or nonprofits. because mm-hmm. I know that's kind of where you come from. And that I'm sure that they can reach out to you at uh, 84agency.com yep. with any questions that they have. and you would gladly consult with them about storytelling and, and
0: sharing their vision. Absolutely. we love meeting new clients all the time.
1: Yeah, so that's wonderful and I look forward to the, to the workshop that's happening with the Foundation and what grows and what great stories that will actually probably appear right here mm-hmm. um, in the coming months and years. So I think that that's wonderful. I look forward to that. Emily, thank you so much for being here today. Well, it's been a pleasure, Jane. Thank you. Thank you guys for joining us. This has been Community Connections brought to you by the Greater Canal Valley Foundation. We'll see you next time.
0: For more info on the Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation, visit us online at tgkvf.org.